Mr. Gower, don't you remember me? It's me, George Bailey. Welcome to a uh, special, I guess, uh, edition of, of Onco Farm. I'm your host, John Bazaar. I'm an associate professor of pharmacy practice here at the Bill Gatton College of Pharmacy, the, uh, the almost empty College of Pharmacy. Um, it's going to be a, a, a light, kind of a loose uh, episode to end the year here uh, for a couple reasons. One, maybe not a ton to talk about. Two, I've been home with a sick child most of the week. Uh, in fact, uh, my sick three-year-old is sitting in front of me as I record this, uh, watching uh, Paw Patrol on uh, my iPad and may interrupt me at any moment. So there have been a few things that have happened. So uh, recently, a lap rib was approved for maintenance for uh, BRCA mutated uh, ovarian cancer in the first-line setting for maintenance. We had pembrolizumab approved for pediatric uh, Merkel cell carcinoma. We had biosimilars for trastuzumab and rituximab approved uh, in the last month, as well as that atizolizumab approval for non-small cell lung cancer with BEV and paclitaxel and carbo quadruple a quadruplet regimen that I don't see taking off um, so nothing major I and mean, we've talked about you know a, a lap rib and and we've talked about it tizolizumab we've talked about those studies so not a whole lot to talk about so uh, I really I want to talk about uh, you know Mr. Gower let's talk about Mr. Gower uh, Mr. Gower is the pharmacist from the uh, one of my favorite movies of all time easily one of my top five Christmas movies uh, it's a wonderful life uh, and A Wonderful Life, for those of you uh, not in the United States, is famously on every Christmas Eve, uh, starting at 8 o'clock. Uh, it's, it's so well known that it's, it's actually worked into the plot in minor ways in another classic Christmas movie, Home Alone. Uh, so that's kind of the, the pantheon uh, where It's a Wonderful Life resides uh, in, uh, in Christmas cinema lore here in the United States. Uh, now, here's kind of how uh, the movie goes. There's this, uh, the main character, George Bailey, uh, falls on some hard times and basically gets to see what life would be like if he had never been born. And one of the things that uh, he did as a child, he worked at the corner drugstore uh, in the 1917-1918. And the pharmacist there was a guy named Mr. Gower. Not doctor. This is pre-PharmD, just Mr. Gower. Uh, and he gets a telegram that his son dies from the uh, the Spanish flu pandemic. Uh, uh, I think 1917, 1918 is when uh, you can see the date on the telegram. So anyway, poor Mr. Gower drowns his sorrows in a bottle. And uh, this was the day when the pharmacy profession uh, worked mostly, uh, not just uh, in distribution, but kind of in production and was making some capsules for somebody with, quote, the diphtheria. Uh, and um, unfortunately, Mr. Gower... Um, uh, well into into the bottle, grabs the, the the jar with the skull and crossbones, the famous uh, poison logo, and uses that to make the capsules. And fortunately, our boy George Bailey doesn't deliver them, uh, preventing uh, this pharmacist mistake from killing the child. Um, now, I'd like to think, and this movie came out in 1946, and we would like to think that the portrayal of pharmacists in pop culture has changed. Um, but I'm not really sure it has. Uh, you know, I bring this up because when I uh, first told you know my family or when they learned that I wanted to be a pharmacist, I remember my uncle saying, "Well, don't be like Mr. Gower." It's like, you know, I hadn't really 
thought of that or, or looked at that, but um, when you uh, when you think about how how uh, he's portrayed making a mistake. It's usually a pharmacist that makes a mistake. Uh, there's an episode of CSI where the pharmacist um, uh, basically is, is negligent in his or her job, and that leads uh, allows a crime to be committed. And, and Nurse Jackie, there's a pharmacist who diverts medication, uh, opioids. Um, as far as I can tell, there's neither positive nor negative portrayal of pharmacists in classic shows like ER or Scrubs. I don't think Grey's Anatomy has any pharmacist represented. And uh, and here we have a classic Christmas movie where uh, the pharmacist is represented as someone who, you know, was unprofessional and made a mistake. And, and you know, folks like my uncle, um, whether they believe that or not, it's it's enough on their mind that they bring it up when, uh, when I told them that I wanted to be a pharmacist. Um, so I think, you know, let's talk about Mr. Gower here and kind of how that portrayal maybe affects uh, our profession. And I'd like to kind of, if you were to flip the script here, uh, you know, I don't think that, uh, you know, Mr. Oh, uh, you hear that? We got we to get a different show here. Pause. All right, we're just going to leave that in. So what I'd like to think about is what if we didn't think of Mr. Gower as the pharmacist in It's a Wonderful Life? What if we thought of George Bailey as the pharmacist? And since you're mostly going to be oncology farms, let's say George Bailey is the oncology farms, and think what would happen to patients if we were not there. What would care be like without an oncology pharmacist? Um, what sort of drug interactions would cause patient harm? Uh, certainly costly drugs would probably be overused and would run up great tallies uh, in, uh, in the administrator's uh, offices of, of, of why we're using uh, palinositron for every single patient. Uh, and why we're using the most expensive drugs for every single patient. Why we're using liposomal this for every single patient instead of the conventional where it makes sense. Think about the borderline obscene antibiotic regimens that would be used uh, in the inpatient setting if not for oncology pharmacists. Um, so uh, you see folks, uh, you know, we really have a wonderful profession and um, I want to thank you guys for listening this year. I want to keep it light and loose on the last episode of the year. Uh, I want to wish you all, if you celebrate, a Merry Christmas, or if you celebrate Hanukkah, uh, I hope you had a happy Hanukkah, uh, and I hope you have a happy Kwanzaa, or any other uh, holidays or celebrations I'm ignorant to. I hope that it's a great one for you, uh, and special thanks and, uh, and appreciation, because you know others won't say it to you. For those of you uh, working on, on Christmas and, and New Year's and over the holidays, thank you for all that you do uh, for patients, um, and especially for those of you who are are busting your behind so that uh, patients you're seeing uh, in the clinic or in the hospital recently are able to spend uh, what might be their last their last Christmas and holiday season with their family. I know that's that's a big win when we can get a patient through that through that time in relatively good uh, quality of life, and that's that's always meaningful and something that I always think about around this time of year. Um, thanks for listening to Anka Farm. Uh, I encourage you to follow me on Instagram, Anka Farm Pod, on Twitter at Farm Deetnib, and the podcast at Anka Farm Pod. We will be back in 2019 with, uh, with more Anka Farm Pods. And I hope to see you all a little further down the road. Ho, ho, ho.